0: why company operations are very important for anybody on the fire alarm. You know, I spoke about why it's important for engine company members to know truck company operations, truck company members to know engine company and there's, you know, rescue squad has hazardous materials to have an understanding of it. And I wasn't saying for anybody to be an expert in it, but I was saying to have an understanding of the different operations within the tactical decision making of the fire alarm. because One day you might be in a position where you are making decisions on the fire ground at a high level, at a command level. And you have to understand the different pieces that go along with it. You may not have ever done it or have been a part of it in any facet. But you should have an understanding of how those pieces play into the overall mission and success on the fire ground. Because each piece complements one another and it's just like in a sports team you don't have to know each position you don't have to know how to play each position but you have to understand how each position goes into the success of the team and access to win success to win so today i want to dive a little deeper and i may talk a little fast on this because i get excited when i talk about things like this company operations but today i want to talk on truck company operations very high level truck company operations we'll have people on to come on and talk more truck company operations Brian Johnson was on to talk about aerial operations at one point on college campuses. But we're going to talk more and we're going to keep adding on and building on pieces. But I always believe that knowing things, knowing the basics behind why everything's important is very important. It's more important than knowing all the lonely degrees, but knowing the basics. It's all about the basics. In the end, you can never forget the basics. Those are your perishable skills. Truck company operations involves a lot of tasks, a variety of stuff. You have forceful entry, search, rescue, ventilation, ladder operations overhaul. That's just to name a few things, but they're the basics of what a truck company does. Today, you have a lack of personnel. Squad and engine companies may have to do truck company operations. And I've always been a proponent to say, well, you have, a ladder, you have ladders on, a tr- on an engine. You should know how to use them. You should know truck company operations. You have saws on it, you should know what to do with them. You should be able to step into those positions should you need to. Lack of manpower, lack of staffing, departments that don't have the funding to have people dedicated to running truck every single day where they might have to intermingle or they might have to engine guys have to tr- run over the truck volunteer well, houses you never know what you're going to ride on but if you want to be able to know how to do the job because we're firefighters we're not engine company firefighters we're, not, we're firefighters we should know the job and we have tools on all of our apparatus. And now, in the modern society, the quints. Also, trucks now have, some of them, not, not all departments have it, but have hose on it. And they can stretch line. So they should know and should copy the operations. So there's a lot of variations you can do now, be more multiversed and be more of a utility firefighter. than you are just being so segmented to what you're going to do, dependent on, on your demographics, dependent on where you're located, dependent on what you... What your job says. It's not going to go for every single department. But what's going to go for a department is to know and have an understanding of what the companies are. Well, truck company operations. I start everything off with a size up. And the reason I do that is we always size up our proponent. We size up what we do. We have a pre incident size up, we have an initial size up, we have a continual size up, we have a post action size up, we have all these size ups that are just continuous, big circle, it just never stops. And that's what we do also at the, high, we do at the high level, at the chief, at the incident command operations. But we also bring it down to the company operations, and we're still doing that. We're still doing that. The truck company does have a size up. The truck company officer does a size up, but every member on that truck should be doing the size up. And what is it? We all have heard it. I hope. It's called Lover's You. And this is to help us make smart, tactical decisions to effectively complete our tasks especially with respect to ventilation on the fire ground. So we'll start it off. We're actually going to start it off in a different order. I know it says Lover's you, but we're going to go a different way. We're going to start off with the E, Entry. This is also known as Forcible Entry. If this is needed, it is used for searching and fire suppression. But try before you pry the old saying goes don't just fuss the door try before you pry might be open never know Also this should be determined quickly on the fire ground if you're going to force that door especially in the case of victim removal but you have to keep this this simple if you make it too complex you're going to be forcing that door for a very long time and you're going to delay your ingress you're going to delay your search delay your fire suppression, delay your victim removal if it's needed. Your basic tools a forcible entry are your irons, a hook, some saws. Bring those. Bring them in any combination, but bring them. An A tool, a Rex tool, a K tool. Depend on your door. Bring the tools you need. Bring extra if you need, but bring tools. Understand that a residential door might not be a residential door. They might have fortified it a little bit more. They might have magnetic locks on it they may have deadbolts most we all who have they might have a chain lock they might have more secured doors because of more reinforced security on them and I do know houses that don't have deadbolts on them they just have a, a, a knob lock but in any case always assume the door is fortified bring the tools you need bring extra tools but ensure you have the irons you may want to bring in a saw of some kind if you have to cut the hinges think about those things when you're sizing it up real quick and make that decision study doors understand how they're they're made understand how to force them understand the mechanical advantages behind your tools to force your doors and understand the best simple logical way to get through that door or through that lock and that's forcible entry practice it know it make it part of your game as a truck company, even as any company, understand forcing a door and how to do it in various different ways to force a door and the tools you can use to force a door. Search and rescue feed is the next one. That's the R in Lover's You, Rescue. Search. It's very important because you're not only searching for victims, but you're also searching for fire. Searching for fire. Both may or may not be identical outside from the street. Which is why, sending, why searching is very critical on the fire burn. You can also do searching for fire through the suppression team. The engine company can do that. So a lot of communication is going, hey, we got victims. We can't find a fire. Engine, search for fire. Truck, only one truck I've seen so far and no one engine I've seen so far. Let's start searching for some victims. Expect fire, expect victims, right? Start searching. Let's get in there. Let's do it. Both companies, I don't care, engine company, I'll argue it every single day. Bring the tick. Both companies, make sure there is a tick on there and there's tools available. Put them in your waist strap if you have to on your SCBA. Bring tools, bring hand tools, bring your tick, and search. Know what that tick is used for. Know how it's used to search for victims and search for fire. That is the most important thing you can possibly do. Understanding your tools. Not understanding how to do it, but understanding your tools behind them, what they're used for. That's why I always say bring tools. Bring more tools. Bring everything you need. Because it's very important to understand situational ticks and everything else. Understand how these different thermocine cameras play a part in success on the fire ground. And to do your job very proper, very efficiently. The V is for ventilation, but there's two types of ventilation. The first type is vent for life. By venting for life, you're allowing a lot of the thick, black smoke to remove itself from the structure. This gives search teams inside better visibility and time for locating victims. Venting for fire suppression, which is vent for fire, is assisting the fire suppression team in making an easier push to extinguishment. This is done now. This is a little different. 50 for life, like we said, that's removing a lot of it. A lot of black smoke, a lot of all the combustion out of the more visibility, clear visibility to search for victims. When you're fire suppression, you have to have this precisely communicated with the engine company, the truck company, incident commander. They all have to know this is happening. If it's done haphazardly, it can be catastrophic flash over it. you could be rolling fi- you could start pushing fire back on you're introducing oxygen remember what happens if in, in, you're ventilating but you're introducing oxygen back into a area that is depleted of oxygen that wants oxygen and you can just roll that right back onto the, onto the inside. inside, potentially on victims if they're in there if that wasn't if you didn't know they were there so you want to think about that let think about what could happen if you're not communicating that properly with the engine company who was in there controlling that fire we see the commander outside who's watching, with the, watching the rest of the structure, watching that building, watching the smoke go through the eaves and everything else that's happening. Think about that. Think what happened if you had a truck come and like, Oh, we're going to vent. No one told you to vent. There's a reason behind that. Remember that. Practice it on the fire ground, on the training grounds. Practice it in the firehouse. Practice it all the times you can. Communication is key to knowing how to do this properly. Ladders. We all see the post ladders, 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 right? People love ladders. What are ladders for? Laddering a building is for ingress, egress, vertical and horizontal ventilation. Truck Tactics Lieutenant Nick Esposito says ventilation, vertical ventilation is not a crime. Do it. Don't be scared of it. It helps have a ladder for emergency egress every window should be accessible second floor and up should have a ladder for emergency egress first floor you just walk out you know but second floor and up you should have ladders ground ladders all around the building you have a, you have a window you have a ladder what's for you have a roof you have a ladder why not throw a ladder up while you're heading in maybe you're the, maybe you are going in for search Oh, a ladder. Let me get it. Let me drop it on that window right at the door before we head up, before we go in. Why? We might be going up to that room. I'm putting my ladder down. So, if I'm going into the Alpha side, Division 2 Alpha side, and I'm in there. Oh, I need a ladder. Nope. I know I put a ladder there. Hey, guys. There's a ladder outside. We're going to get, we can bail out right here if if shit goes bad. Right out this window because I put a ladder right there. Tell your crew, putting a ladder up. Show them up. Going in. Going up out that ladder victim in air we can get them right out why not do it yourself if you know it's there but always 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 got a window put a ladder kill two birds with one stone if you do it yourself overhaul salvage that is the s overhaul salvage once you've determined the fire is out this is the overhaul part the overhaul salvage part you want to get inside you want to open up that structure and you want to start looking for hot spots. This is where you're going to start utilizing your hand tools. Start utilizing your tick a lot more. And you'll be doing a lot more strenuous work. You'll be opening up the ceiling, the floor, the roof, the walls, the roof maybe. But you're going to be opening it up. And what else you're going to be doing? You're searching for any victims that were unfound during your initial search, your primary search. This is your secondary search coming in. you're searching now at a more slower, more intent pace because you're opened up. You have people in there. It's deemed safe to go and start overhauling. It's deemed safe to start doing these things. You're going to go in there, but you're always going to remember to have your air pack on. Your SCBA is going to be clicked in. Full turnout gear. You're going to have your tools. Every, every person there is going to have a tool. This is where you're taking it apart and getting to the, to the root cause of everything. And trying to find things that were probably missed during your initial, initial search. Initial sweep of the structure. It's very highly important you do this. This is This is not just good for for stopping anything else that could possibly happen with the structure, any type of uh, re-ignition sources or anything like that, but that's also good for the homeowners or, or the, the whoever's structure it is, but it's good for them. It's good to know that you're gonna get to the bottom of it and you're gonna maybe salvage some of their for their precious goods or their valuables or anything else and maybe even find people in there that were unattendable at one point. and They may be alive, but you don't want them to go back in there Down the road when they're going through a walk through the building with the insurance and they see somebody lying there because you missed them. This is where you really got to take time and really think about what you're doing and pay very close attention to what we're doing during overhaul and salvage. And utilities. Utilities is known as shutting down the utilities. Now it depends on where this is. It could be inside the structure in the basement. It could be in the garage. It could be outside the structure outside on the outside exterior garage wall back of the house, some houses in the front, a little weird, but shutting it down. Shutting down the source, having control of gas, electric, and water will help increase safety on the fire. It helps increase the safety for us. You don't want to be in a situation where gas is leaking, and you're in there, and you're letting all this oxygen in, you're doing all these other things, you are adding to the problem. Or, it's a basement fire, utilities are in the basement, everything's plugged in, and you are... Say a pipe burst, a burst, for some odd reason, or you are just overflowing the water. For some reason, crazy reason you're overflowing this thing with water. Now you're sitting in electrically charged water. Think about what can happen. Shut it all down and be safe about it. Keep everyone safe on the fire ground, because in the end, we all want to go home to our families. And that, are the, that is, lovers you, that is the primary responsibilities of a truck company on it on the fire ground. We've described it, we've discussed it. Share it, understand it, train on it. The only way to understand it the best is to train on it, every opportunity you get. Train on it little by little, but share the knowledge with the truck company guys. Share it with the engine company. Joint training to understand this type of work is the best training you can have. But get out there, pull ladders, practice forcing doors, practice searching discuss and practice ventilation all you can and go over the basics of what your job is every day every chance you get go over it understand each other's roles in the seats and understand who the hook man is the can man the force entry man understand what they're going to do understand the aerial operations understand how it all plays into into the success of the truck and success of the mission But if you can practice this and understand the acronym, pulling up on scene during your pre plans, in your training, it's a very valuable guide to help you get the job done efficiently, effectively, and most importantly, safely. And that is what I have today to talk about on truck company operations. We'll have other people on to talk more about truck company operations, more in depth, more high level. Actually, I we'll have a more Really, really, I should say again, in-depth conversations on different areas of truck because that's what it's all about. This is how you become well-rounded. This is how you become the best 5-2 firefighter, the best version of yourself you could possibly be. So understand all the areas of the fire ground, Understand areas outside the fire ground. But learning from each other, sharing knowledge, communicating, and just having that bond. That's how you do it. So if you want to get better, you can pick up the 5-2 firefighter book and the 5-2 firefighter tactical workbook, both on Amazon. The 5-2 firefighter book is also available at Barnes & Noble, and thefirehousetribune.com. The tactical the workbook will be available soon on thefirehousetribune.com. A little backordered. The print is a little on backorder right now due to the holidays, everything else. And it will be also available at Barnes & Noble very soon as well, working on that. So you have multiple sources, but if you really want to get it, just come to me, thefirehousetribune.com. You can get it from there, or you can DM me on the social media. So if you want, you can follow us, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to the Firehouse Tribune's YouTube channel. As well, and you can DM me, I can send you some books, bulk orders, whatever you want. I can even come out and talk about the five tool firefighter in a different aspect, a different way to your departments, virtually or in person. So, if you like that, reach out to me as well. But, but also, I really ask you guys subscribe to this podcast on whatever you listen to it Spotify, Anchor, Apple. Subscribe to it, share it, like it, learn from me. And if you want, you can help us out by helping out our our, our, our affiliates, our partners, Origin USA, Jocko Fuel, I, I talk about them all the time, I'll partner with them, 10% off using the promo code FH Tribune, all Jocko Fuel products, I use the mulk, I use the Vitamin D, I use the Jocko Go, Discipline Go. That's what I use on the Jocko side. They go to Origin, I wear the boots, I have the Plylo box, the kettle bag, the Indian clubs, I work out with those things, I look good in the, in the apparel they wear, I work out in it. So, Check it out, support small businesses, made in America with no compromise. 10% off again, FH Tribune at checkout. If you like coffee like a lot of firefighters do, Fire Department Coffee is another proud partner of ours. Click on the link on our website. Click the link on our website for Fire Department Coffee. Get Fire Department Coffee, it supports us. When you click our link, it supports us. It shows that you are supporting the Firehouse Tribune, tells them, and you get your coffee straight from Fire Department Coffee. And if you like to look good, on the fire ground or off the fire ground, you want to keep your eyes protected with some nice shades. Frontline Optics, 15% off using the promo code FH, Tribune at checkout. And they are sunglasses you can wear on and off duty. There's tons of styles. I have the Silver Strand. I have the Paloma. I have the, the Ghost Nano. I love them. I wear them all the time. I have Ray-Bans. I have Oakley. I have all of them. But I wear these predominantly because they're comfortable. They're stylish. And they look good on and off duty in the firehouse and out. So check it out, Frontline Optics, 15% off. And not to be my brother Steve Green, Fire Alarm Task Force, Corp 5023 organization, first responders, helping first responders in their time of need. Listen to the podcast, donate to their cause on their website. Everything is in the show notes, and help first responders, help first responders. Steve is right now working to help the first responders in Pennsylvania where two firefighters have just lost their lives in the line of duty. One just got on a job in Maryland. This is a volunteer house. Just got on a job in Maryland, 30-some years old, about to start his first shift. He's tragically lost his life in the line of duty in his volunteer house in Pennsylvania. The other one, a family man, lost his life as well at the same time. In there, they got trapped. They lost their lives. It was a very horrific accident. You could check that, you could read that article out at firehouse.com, Fire Engineering, wherever you want. It's all it's on everywhere. But He's going out. He's making sure he's helping out those families that lost their lives in that, in that tragic incident. It was very, very sad. So check it out. Check them out. And as we say here at the 5 Tool Firefighter and the Firehouse Tribune, until next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired. Today's episode of the 5 Tool Firefighter Podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please give us a rating, and don't forget to pick up the book, The 5 Tool Firefighter, available on Amazon at thefirehousetribune.com. Till next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired. Welcome back to the 5 Tool Firefighter Friday Mindset. This Friday Mindset is to just keep it quick quicker than usual usually is because the message for this friday this weekend is to rest to relax enjoy your time with your family and your friends the holidays are coming up but we're in the holiday season i shouldn't say they're coming up the holidays are here we've been in a holiday season for quite some for about a month now and No matter what religion you are, what faith you believe, it doesn't matter, I'm not here to talk about that. But enjoy this time of the year, enjoy every time of the year, with your family and your friends. If you're working on projects, they could be put on hold if they can. And spend the time with your family and your friends. And be there for the people that that care for you and the people you care about. You know, a lot of people during this time of the year go into ruts. Depression, they start drinking, they start treating their bodies like garbage, Uh, start treating others like garbage, treating themselves bad. And they may harm themselves, harm other people, because of the time of year it is. It's just something that's been almost like an epidemic. But this time of year, and all times of year, we need to slow down a little bit. We need to see what is really important in our lives. And we need to take that time to enjoy the people around us, the food around us, the environment, nature, and just let ourselves be free for a moment. You know, we're seeing a lot in the news lately of a lot of different people that are unfortunately and sadly taking their own lives. And we don't understand why. As first responders, it's something that's rampant in our community. And this time of the year, the cold weather and the holidays, like I've been saying, people tend to get into these, these downward spirals, go into these dark places. But we need to just be there for each other. We need to spend time with our family and our friends. We just never know what tomorrow's going to bring. And we need to spend every single day grateful. And I've been talking about that a lot in the mindset lately, being grateful. But we need to spend this time to be grateful and, be, and truly, truly be with those that we care for. And be with those that care for us. And look out for each other. That's what it's all about. So this is a very quick mindset. But I really just want to hit the point that just take some time to slow down. Take some time to to spend that extra hour, that extra couple minutes with the family and your friends, and make that phone call, send that text to those you care about, letting them know that you are there for them. On your crew, in your, on your, in your personal life, in your family, take that time. This is the time of the year people really want to know people are there for them, and people care for them. So do that for yourself. Do that for those you care about. Do that for your department. Do that for your community. We can be first responders and we can answer the call when the alarm goes off. But one of the best things we could do as first responders is let everybody know we are always there for them whenever they need us. And hope in return they're there for us when we need them. But enjoy every single moment you have. Put that, that, that busy stuff on hold for a little bit and really think about what's truly important in your life. The fire service is only here for a certain amount of time. When we're gone from the fire service, it's going to keep going. Everything we do in our life is only here for a certain amount of time. And it's going to keep moving with or without us. So think about what's really, truly most important. Take time to relax time to recharge, take time to put in perspective of the most important things in your life, and what truly matters to you, and ways you can help other people but that was this Friday Mindset I hope you guys enjoy it hope you guys are enjoying the holidays we'll keep going through the holidays because that's what I do, keep going so until next time, enjoy the weekend first off Enjoy the times you have, your family, your friends, your fellow firefighters. Enjoy your time serving the community. Enjoy everything you do in this life, every single day. Keep a smile on your face, keep moving, and until next time, work hard, stay safe, live inspired. I'll see you at the next one.